Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And good Saturday morning. A little nip in the air out there if you haven't been out yet. Yeah, it's a, a cool 36 degrees over here at St. Hubert's Cathedral, and it's uh, mostly in the low 30s, mid-30s to high 30s across the Gulf Coast. Looking for high temperatures today to climb up to the high 50s and low 60s. Yes, it is wintertime. Thanksgiving, big Thanksgiving weekend is behind us, and now we're looking at Christmas and, I don't know, somewhere around 19 shopping days left. Are you stuck for a sportsman or sportswoman on your Christmas shopping list. Well, I might be able to help you this morning. I've got some Christmas gift ideas. I'll be started these last week and I'll be doing these all the way through Christmas. Some unique gifts, you know, something that pretty much nobody has already and it's something that uh it was very nice and, and moderately priced or you can spend a lot of money anyway we'll run down those for you as part of today's show also had a great fishing trip this week jig polling for sheephead in lake pontchartrain who would have thought it uh, employed the the use of lake pontchartrain charters uh, i call him the sheephead king kenny krieger although he holds if you recall the number two arguably the number one state speckled trout that was caught uh, back in 1999 on Super Bowl Sunday. That's a story in itself. Well, Kenny uh, is probably one of the better sheephead fishermen uh, anywhere in the, in the United States, and uh, we brought Blaine Salter along. He brought some of his uh, very stout jigging poles. You're familiar with the Salter's jigging pole. Thousands of them are in use. And we worked over some sheephead over in Lake Pontchartrain trained for an upcoming Season 6 episode of Bayou Wild TV. I'm going to tell you more about that. And, you know, last week, if you were tuned in, I told you about a three-year investigation that's helped solve the Louisiana black bear killer uh, case. Well, now there's been another one added to the list, yet another black bear killing. These things keep going on and on and on. Uh, the Wildlife and Fisheries is looking for some assistance, and, of course, they'll handsomely reward you if you can provide that. Then the uh, Department of Wildlife and Fisheries did bust five men with the help of a trail cam that caught them 
among other things, other many other violations, stealing trail cams. <laughs> They're our bad boys, I guess our bad gang of the outdoors. we got that story coming up. Of course, those live fishing reports we're going to hear from Robbie Campo, Captain Eric Mahabarak, Captain Mike Gallo, Captain Kirk Stancil, and also Captain Ryan Lambert, and give you all the information you need. Also, this is gumbo weather. I'm going to share you my favorite gumbo recipe. There's all kinds of gumbo. My very favorite is duck oyster and andouille. I'll tell you how you can get a copy of that. In fact, I'll be preparing that a little bit later this afternoon in, in uh, preparation for a tailgate party that's going on this afternoon or this evening. Anyway, your text message is always welcome. Who you are, where you are, what you got going on, questions, comments. It's our way to communicate, 504-260-1870. comes in here real time. Only thing is, can't take pictures or attachments, so uh, send those to me on my email at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. All right, Coastal Marine forecast. If you are headed out, boy, I'll look long and hard on the radar for rain. I cannot find any anywhere between a system that's a little northwest of Corpus Christi, Texas, all the way over to southwest of Miami, Florida. No rain in between. Going to be some beautiful clear skies, but chilly start out there. Average tide, 1.4. A lot of water going to be moving. Mississippi River has dropped to 4.7. And offshore, you're looking at winds today, northeast 15 to 20. Three to five foot seas. Not much offshore fishing going on yet. It's coming. And on the inside, you've got north winds only five to ten knots with a light chop and some good conditions to get out there and fish or hunt. A lot of deer pictures showing up. If you've been successful this deer season, let me know. I want to hear about it. Text me, 504-260-1870. And we're right back to talk to Robbie Campbell. If you like to fish St. Bernard, he's got some info to share with you. Right after this timeout, where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And one of the places we make a stop each and every Saturday morning is Shell Beach down in St. Bernard Parish at Campos Marina. Robbie Campo is usually there. I think he's only missed maybe one or two in the last year when he's out deer hunting. For no other reason would he miss it. Robbie, tell us what it's like down at Shell Beach this morning. Well, I tell you, Don, it's a pretty chilly start this morning. It's, uh, it's blowing about probably 10 miles an hour out of the north uh, here this morning. But I tell you... Um, you know, yesterday, earlier in the week, man, we had a, you know, a rough start with this big front that came through and a load of rain that came with it. And, um, well, the latter part of the week turned out to be all right. Um, they, they caught a bunch of trout behind the dam and uh, up in the Bluffy Marsh, they did good. Uh, uh, redfish yesterday was was what they fished mostly yesterday. Um, you know, but it was it was a tough trout day yesterday. Um, I think today is supposed to be really sunny. If I'm, I see a lot of stars out this morning, so <laughs> I don't see no clouds in the sky. Uh, but I tell you, um, you know, it, we had we had two really really good days of, uh, of of trout bite going on, and um, hopefully today we could do the same. You know, get get some of these guys out today, and they could do the same thing. You know, so. Um, but yesterday was more of a redfish day. Redfish bit really good yesterday. Uh, I tell you, Don, if anybody wants to go do the sheephead uh, meat haul out by the Long Rocks, I tell you, boy, it's been it's been stacked up with them. If you could get out there by the Long Rocks and the cut, and and uh, by the cutting the Long Rocks there, and just fish, just take your uh, a three eight ounce gig head with a tip it with a piece of shrimp, man. It's a it's a sheephead every cast. So you know that, that's an option. Been catching plenty of bass still up around in the Mr. Go here, uh, in the grass beds behind Lena's Lagoon and up in Gallego. So all in all, I think if you come out here today, you're gonna get you a mixed box. But 
at least you're going to have something to eat when you go home. You won't go home empty-handed, I promise you, because there's a, there's a lot of fish to be caught, and I think today's going to be a, a pretty good day to do that. So, um, I'll tell you, when you come on down here, hook the left at the bridge, and come on down and see us, and we'll be ready for you, get you in the water, and get you going. Robbie, getting back to the, the sheephead meat haul, you know, that to me is the most underrated saltwater fish that we have in Louisiana. you got no limits, size limits, creel limits. You catch all you want. Yeah, they're a little tough to clean, but if you go across the top of those rib bones, you you, you got a nice little slab there. Uh, and they're fun to catch. They fight hard. Um, let me ask you, you know, and I don't know how much fish you eat because you, you look at them all day long. You may not even want to eat a fish, but let me tell you, sheephead, I put them right up there at the top of saltwater fish, inshore fish as far as flavor. Well, you know, Don, I, I don't think there's a fish in a water and it swims in a water that's better tasting than a sheephead. Me personally, um, uh, you know, a sheephead is a, is a is a delicious fish, fried, baked, whatever you want to do with it. Um, you know, it's just an all-around good fish. Um, you know, a lot they are a pain in the butt to clean, but uh, somebody's come out with a, a way to clean these things on YouTube that shows you exactly what to do. I like to use a serrated blade knife when I do it, uh, when I fillet them. Uh, you know, it's 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 people's preference. Uh, I know electric knife really doesn't do all that great of a job. I see guys that do it all the time here, but uh, a regular a regular Dexter Russell serrated blade knife or uh, you know a good fillet knife, sharp fillet knife, um, you know works wonders on them. Um, you know I, I've watched many many people clean sheephead. I think the fastest person I ever seen clean sheephead was Captain Mark Munson. I don't think there's anybody in the world that could clean a sheephead faster than this guy here. He's a he looks oh, I tell you what, Rob. Like I, I got a guy. I'd, <laughs> I got a guy. I'd put up against him. I'd like to see him go head to head with two piles of sheephead. His name is Bo, and he works over at Wrigley's Marina. He used to be over there at Tights Marina when it was open in Slidell. And I tell you what, man, he is like Mac the knife on his sheephead. It's a, it's a thing of beauty to watch him take them apart. He can do it, buddy. Oh yeah, that's how Captain Mark Munson is. He's a I'm telling you, this guy with a feet, with a sharp fillet knife in his hand is, is, is you know, a sheephead's in trouble. <laughs> a pile of <laughs> in trouble real quick. He's, he's yeah. very good at what he does. Uh, but I tell you, well, Don, no- you know, if they wanted to go through that, that's a that's a that's an option. And I think the wind's going to probably lay down enough for people to get out there to do that today, if, they, if that's if that's what they want to do. But hey, man, you know, look, why stay home? So hook the left at the bridge and come and see us. It's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, you know, it'll warm up a little bit later on if you, if you want to get a little bit of a later start. Robbie, thanks for that great yep. report. Things like things are doing good. One last quick thing: uh, How's the duck hunters in Biloxi Marsh been doing? Any good? You know, you know, Don. It's it's it hasn't been all that bad. Um, you know, it's it's you know, it seems like every time we get an, uh, another front come down, we get a a little bit of push of ducks with it. So, um, I mean, they haven't been going out there and, and smoking them, but they. But they've been doing okay, so it's, it you know it's you got to find ducks first before you can hunt them. So that's the that's the that's the deal. You know what I mean, just going out there and just going set up and think you're gonna go. Oh, I like this. You know, looking on a map, you got to you got to find some birds first and then then try to set up on them. And uh, it seems like they and, and the first thing is that most most duck hunters get out the blind too early. Gray ducks don't fly till around seven thirty eight o'clock. They don't start. You know, so. A lot, a lot of duck hunters will try. You know, they get discouraged and they get they get fed up with it and they get out of the blind too early. If you sit there a little bit, 
especially today with a Saturday morning where you got boats running around, you know, kind of scaring yep. up a few birds. Yep. You sit there a little while, you should you should be able to kill at least a you know at least a limit and a half for sure. So, uh, but that's what people have been doing. They've been killing you know nine, ten, eight. You know, it's like it's it's been. You know, it's not it's not Arkansas. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> no, you know, no, you got you got you to play the hand you dealt. So that's what you got. Got it. Okay, Rob. Have a good weekend, my friend. We'll see you next time. All right, buddy. Talk to you later, Don. Bye bye. All right, Robbie Campo. He is at Shell Beach down there at the Marina. Robbie takes phone calls, questions, comments. He does a great job down there. All right, we come back. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about our sheephead trip. We're also going to take your text messages. I see I got some deer hunters out there on the stands this morning. Also, give you the uh, duck report that came in from the management areas on wildlife and fishery. We have just got so much to talk about in so little time. Stick with us. We're back right in three minutes on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, and from the eastern part of Louisiana, close to the Mississippi state line in St. Bernard, over to the west, nearly to Texas, out in southwest Louisiana, Hackberry Rod and Gun. Over in the Calcasieu Big Lake area, we talked to Captain Kirk Stansel, Hackberry Rod and Gun. Kirk, you hunting, fishing, or bothing? Bothing. Or should I say both? Yeah, we're both in Both. <laughs> well, you got to do the duck hunting first. That comes first That's and then right. the fishing. So let's let's talk ducks first. How's it been? It's been real good. We've had an excellent first split. And as a matter of fact, yesterday is the first day that I hadn't shot a limit with, uh, since it opened. It's been really good. A lot of gray ducks. And we've been getting a variety of ducks. We've been shooting a lot of canvas backs. Uh so it, man, it's I could, it couldn't be better, and and most mornings done by eight thirty. It's it's been a real good, and I mean all our blinds are doing real well. So uh, it's uh, it like I said, it couldn't be better. Now day before yesterday we had mostly teal, and uh, so and yesterday it was it was good, but it just wasn't good enough to get them. Well, I, I think the answer to a good duck season is we have to have wildlife and fisheries predict the worst season ever. And then it right. gets back to almost That's like right. the good old days. I mean, yeah. the whole state is reporting an a influx of ducks, steady action, the entire first split. Uh, we know that our, our, our uh, habitat's been compromised. We had seven named storms, and still the birds are coming. Uh, there's a reason for it. We haven't had extremely hard cold weather up north, you know, thick snow and ice. Right. I, I got to think it's 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 rainfall, and, and maybe they're not finding what they need there, and they got to come down this way. But it's been, like every like you said, everybody's had a really good mix. There's a lot of pintails yeah. down. Gray ducks are off the charts this year. Even mallards starting to show up in places they hadn't seen them in years. And, 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 and redheads and canvasback and ringneck, I yeah. mean, the whole, the whole shebang is here. I don't Canvasbacks y'all got were those full colored drakes? Did you get any nice pretty? Yeah, we're getting yeah we're getting some real nice pretty ones. Yeah, I mean there's some young birds in there too, but a lot of good mature uh, drakes. Well, I think uh, the taxidermists are going to have a, a a nice season too because I've been here yeah. seeing a lot of good birds coming in. Yeah, it, it's been well. It's we still got a ways good, to yeah. go. We still got a ways to go on this first split, and then we got another whole second split to go. But let's talk about some fishing. Uh, have your trout started to move back up into the ponds and the little bays they have, and get out of the big? They lakes? have uh, since we had this last cold front. Uh, it, you know, it's cooled the water off, and it's changing their patterns. It moved, you know, we were catching a lot of them around the mouths of drains and out of and under birds and on reefs, but uh, 
they're going to move a little deeper. That water temperature got down into the 60s, so they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be changing. So but how we're do you change your fishing patterns? Uh, we'll move well, you... uh, fish a little deeper, uh, fish more north. And for some reason, the fish more north where the water's a little fresher. And, uh, and of course, now for the big trout, you uh, when this water temperature gets down, you start uh, – a lot of the guys have gone to wade fishing this time of year. And, uh, you know, for, for the wintertime. But they catch a lot of nice trout, especially throwing those uh, – Paul Brown Corky is real good. The fat boy is my favorite. Yeah, I love those. I tell you, boy, you got to have a good pair of waders. Check them out. You don't want to spring oh, yeah. in the lakes this time. <laughs> That's right. That's a fact. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Kirk, how many folks y'all got down at the lodge headed out this morning? Uh, let's see. We're hunting 10 blind. we got 20 folks here this morning. And, uh, in fact, I'm fixing to get in a truck and head that way. All right. Well, Clyde's probably waiting on you, so I'm going to let you go. He is. In the meantime, (laughs) (laughs) old Clyde, got to love him. Got to love him. Well, give us your contact info. Okay. And you know what? uh, One thing I'm going to talk about a little bit later on is gift certificates to to go on trips. That's right. I know you do that, too. Yeah, Christmas time's coming here. We do gift certificates. I'm sure all the guides do that uh, around the state. Uh, And it's a great gift to give somebody. uh, And tell them how to call Anyway, y'all can Okay, you can call us toll-free. It's 888-762-3391. Go to our website. It's Hackberry Rod and Gun. You spell out and.com. Uh, Buddy puts all the pictures every day of what we're, uh, what we're catching and shooting over here. Very good. Stack them up today and enjoy that beautiful we're sky. We're going to work on it. Out there. Okay. Okay, Kirk. Good talking to you. We'll see right. you soon. Don. Yes, indeed. See you. Bye. Bye. Oh, man, he gets me so excited. I always want to head out that way. I love it out there. Just don't get out there often enough. Well, can't be everywhere all the time. Got a couple places I'm headed. I'll tell you about those. And also get to your text messages. A lot of deer hunters out there, a lot of duck hunters, a lot of fishermen. It's that time of the year. Back with. All right, we got a lot of text messages coming in. Also got a lot of our friends listening to us this morning, and all of them are checking in. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Shane and Lisa and Philip, Larry, Roussel, good old buddy Larry. He's a gumbo kind of guy. Shannon over at uh, Lacombe, she's listening in. Mark Chambers, oh, he's talking about gumbo. I'm making gumbo, too. He likes duck, rabbit, seafood, you name it. Jeremy, Evelyn, Kenny Krieger, the guy we fished those sheephead with, is tuned in this morning, and... Uh, you know, Kenny is, if you want to get on some sheephead, Kenny's the guy to do it. And if you're worried about cleaning them, that guy I was talking about, Bo, works at Wrigley's Marina. He cleans the fish a dollar a piece. Now, you know, you know you're going to tear up fingers and waste time. And if you got a pile of them, he'll go through them for you. And that is certainly a bargain to clean a sheephead. But, you know, you can also boil them, too, in uh, seafood boil. And uh, they call that mock crab meat. Sometimes it tastes better than crab. Uh, put some in the old Louisiana fish fry batter and air fried some that night we caught them. And, boy, I tell you what, fresh sheephead, they're hard to beat for saltwater fish. You can see that feature. We, we caught them with jigging poles, which uh, got a lot of bend in them and a lot of fun and excitement bringing those fish up. Uh, you can watch that on one of our Season 6 episodes of Bayou Wild TV. We shot some great stuff. We're going to shoot a squirrel hunt up at the sanctuary uh, coming up this week. Uh, we also have a feature with Captain Mike Frenette and Laurie, his wife, and uh, Michael and Stephen, his two sons, who uh, have the Redfish Lodge down in Venice. Uh, we did a feature with Paul Couget and his daughter, Roxy, on training deer dogs. Uh, we've got a lot of interesting things we, we've shot, and we're going to continue to do those for you. Also got some great cooking features. I know Martha's 
working on a couple of those when she gets back from her Texas deer hunt. By the way, Martha put down a really nice deer over there in Texas with a bow. She did great. Also, Toby, uh, we're going to get to him right after we pause 10 seconds because uh, he sent me a picture of a nice deer he got. But more importantly, it looks like there's some signs of an early rut in his area. So we'll be back to do that. But first, we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. The text line, the number, if you want to put it to use, is 504-260-1870. Put it into your phone bank, and that way when you're out there and you want to shoot us a text, you got a question that comes up or you want to comment on something you heard, you can do it right away. And uh, we read these on the air, live and direct as they come in. Our buddy Tony, Toby, he's headed back up to Angie to try to find another one looking for love. He said they're starting to do their thing up here, Big Don. And so uh, good luck to everyone this morning. Yeah, Toby sent me a picture of a nice one. He said he shot it at like 10 or 10.30, and it was chasing does. So that's a good sign. Angie is up in Washington Parish, and generally that rut is around Christmas time. So maybe there's some signs of an early pre-rut. Uh, that guy just wanted to get <laughs> get an early start. Well, he's done for the season and for a lifetime. But uh Beautiful-looking deer. Congratulations, Toby. Hope you get another one. Mad Trucker checking in as usual. We have Justin in the Gentilly Refuge. He says he's never hunted squirrel. It looks difficult. Shooting up in the trees, if you miss, how far does the bullet travel? That could be dangerous when it falls back to the ground. He's probably referring to this week's episode of Bayou Wild TV where we did a small game feature, rabbit and squirrel hunt. And, you know, when you shoot, some people use twenty twos. Mostly I shoot squirrel with a shotgun. And BB's going up, uh, you know, they hit the leaves, the trees, and even if they come down, it's like little pellets raining down. It's not much danger in that. Uh, now, a bullet, a 22 bullet, yeah, that could be a problem. But, you know, the chances that that happened with all the area in the woods and a bullet going straight up and coming down and hitting somebody in, in remote woodlands, eh, that's that's pretty, pretty small. I think your chances of getting hit by a... A vehicle on the road or crossing the street would probably be be better. Hey, life's a gamble, you know. You got to you can't just do nothing. And here's one says, "Good morning." Mention the name of the wicking socks you were talking about. Keep the show coming. Go Saders, Lafayette. All right, uh, those is a company called uh, Softwick, and you need to check them out because we had got a couple of them, Martha and I, and then they're not heavy duty socks that you would wear. You know, to, for, for really extremely cold weather. Uh, they do provide some warmth, but the thing is they wick away any any sweat, so your feet don't get wet, and uh, they stay dry. But they're pretty light sock, fit inside your boots, and work out pretty good. So it's uh, called Southwick, so check that out. All right, uh, let's see. What else we have? We have somebody testing it. Yeah, your test work. Uh, here's one said they had a – oh, this is the Irish Kunas. Uh, had a great time last Saturday. His baby girl had a blast. It was her first time fishing. She caught mangrove snappers, some small ones around an old ferry dock seawall. They threw them back. Caught some white trout as well. I have another dedicated fan in the making with the baby girl. Love your show, Irish Coonass. Well, thank you very much for that. And well, I love those baby girls listening. Keep them going. And we have uh, Robert Elaine calling. He's a sugarcane farmer from Franklin. Loves the show, even though he's working every weekend doing the harvest. Getting the report makes him excited for days when he gets off early like yesterday. Yeah, that's one of those things. Sugarcane farming uh, kind of uh, clashes with the early hunting seasons. But your time is coming. You can get out there and get them. All right, here's one. Uh, Don, we have been fishing the Mr. Go for over 50 years. What's with the duck hunters debreasting ducks Throwing away whole ducks in the water, what a waste, disgrace, please read. Well, I'm with you. Um, 
I don't like the idea of filleting breast meat off of ducks or even pulling the breast and the bone out. But that's what some people choose to do. There's quite a bit of meat on the legs and the back and the neck. All of that is certainly edible. Uh, a lot of people eat the gizzards. Um, and it does seem wasteful when that happens. But, you know, maybe what they could do is donate the rest of the carcass to Hunters for the Hungry. Maybe, you know, I don't know if they would take something like that without the breast meat, but they might. I'll talk to Julie Grunwald. She's the director. And, I mean, if you add up, uh, you know, and you compile all the duck meat that would be turned in that way, uh, maybe that would be put it to good use. Uh, But I tell you what, to me, you know, it's a lot of work to pluck a duck, unless you've got one of those duck pluckers. They've got automatic duck pluckers that do the job really quick. But, I mean, the wings, the legs, the back, the neck, all of that is, is good. In fact, those ones that I'm putting in the, the gumbo tonight, they are whole. They're teal. And uh, I picked them the last time I, we shot some speckle bellies up in Stuttgart, which is another feature you're going to see on Season 6 uh, with Roland Cortez and the Arkansas County uh, duck hunting guys. Um, we sat there and picked them. It's a little painstaking, particularly on the goose, but, boy, it makes so much difference to have that skin on it. And you don't waste any of that meat. It is kind of wasteful, and maybe there's a way to put that to use, and I'll check on that and let you all know. All right, coming back right after this, we got to pause, and we'll get to your text and your emails, 504-260-1870. Got a fishing report not far away with Captain Darrell Carpenter. We're also going to talk to Captain Eric Mohabarak, Ryan Lambert, and Mike Gallo. All got info to share with you on a Saturday morning. It's what we do on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we've got some more texts coming in. This one from uh, Jasper County, Mississippi. It's Frank listening to us as he enjoys the show every week. Glad to hear from you, Frank. And we also have uh, Bella, the granddaughter, first gymnastics meet in Baton Rouge. Not much fishing or hunting this weekend. Thanks for all you do. Keep us informed. Well, I've been there and done that gymnastics thing. And you know what? That's also some great times, too. So good to have your daughter participating. It's a great, great sport, character builder and does great for the uh, exercise, too. All right, um, let's see, Christmas gift ideas. Um, here's something that I found. <laughs> I tell you, this is really a neat little deal. Quick Camo makes a hunting hat. They've got various shades of the camo, their camo, and it has a built-in face mask. And the face mask folds up underneath the cap. So when you're not wearing the face mask, you got your face mask right there on top of your head. You pull the cap up, turn it around, put the build to the back, and then the face mask with the eye holes drops in front of your face. Great invention. It's a company called Quick Camo. And they don't have a lot of them in the stores yet, so you're probably going to waste a lot of time looking for it at a retailer. But you can get it really quick online. And the, the website is quickcamo.com. That's quick with a K. Q-U-I-K-C-A-M-O. Quickcamo.com. It's a company located up in Idaho, but the world is much smaller with the Internet, and they ship anywhere. And check it out, and if you want to get a discount, he told me that listeners to the show, if you just put on their coupon code, DON44, DON, the number 44, on your order as a coupon, you'll get a 10% discount on it. But check it out. Take a look at it and see if that's something you might like. Bow hunters, uh, duck hunters, turkey hunters, uh, works perfect. Nice little item. Check it out. It's Quick Camo, Q-U-I-K-C-A-M-O, Quick Camo. All right, another, uh, books. Books make great Christmas gifts for people. And I know a lot of people don't read books anymore. They do the audio versions, and, you know, they 
you know, the fast pace internet. They don't have time to sit through a whole book. But I've, I found a couple of them that's just really worthwhile taking the time. And one of them is from a Louisiana writer, a member of our Louisiana Outdoor Writer Association. His name is Terry Jones. He's a retired professor of history. And in one of his books, he's got a lot of books. You can find them all on Amazon. But the one called Louisiana Pastimes. It's got folklore, myth, and legend, some extremely interesting stories uh, about times and, and people and culture in, in Louisiana. Uh, a lot of it's ancient fishing history. And uh, did you know that we had a, a hippopotamus <laughs> bill here in Louisiana? A uh, squirrel stampede and uh, the wild woman of, uh, of, of Voiles Parish <laughs> up in that. Anyway, it, it's, it's really interesting stuff. It's Louisiana pastime. Just look on Amazon. You can find it. And I think the book sells for, I don't know, around 20 bucks or so. Great gift. Another one, and another fellow outdoor writer put this one out. If you're a turkey hunter, and you may remember um, Jim Spence's first book called Bad Birds. It's about turkeys that he has known. Uh, He came out with a second one. It's called Bad Birds 2 by Jim Spencer. You can also find that on on Amazon. And you can go to his website, which is modernmountainman at gmail.com. That's his email address. Uh, The book's like... uh, 22 bucks, and you add, I think, $4 to, to ship it. And then with the extra copies, they give you a discount if you want to get more of them. But it's got, uh, it's got 33 different chapters. I mean, guy has spent a whole lifetime turkey hunters. And I don't think anybody can tell stories better than uh, a turkey hunter because <laughs> I've got some of my own. Turkey hunting is just one of those things where, you know, it's a chess game with a shotgun. Turkey's got his life on the line. And uh, you got your ego and your pride and your time invested. It's a wonderful sport. And to listen to people who have done it for a long time, and, you know, you can always identify with some of those. So check that out. And don't forget, we also have, if you need something unique, say, man, a guy's got everything. Or it's hard to find something to buy for someone size-wise or what they prefer in a rod, reel, uh, maybe shotgun shells or ammunition, if you can find any of that. The stores are pretty bare right now. But uh, the St. Hubert's Print and Prayer, if you know someone that's got a hunting camp, or maybe they might want to put it in their office or home, uh, it's a portrait of uh, the patron saint of hunters. St. Hubert, I named my studio in his honor. It's called St. Hubert's Cathedral. I wrote a prayer asking for the hunter blessing, and Randy Caminita, a very famous wildlife artist, uh, did the depiction of St. Hubert. So it's on my website, and right now I think we got the two-for-one going on. So you get to keep one and give one as a gift, or give both of them as a gift. And you can find that at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. And there's some other items there on my outdoor mall page where you can do some shopping, including get one of those really neat uh, standard map uh, Louisiana One cards for your GPS. All right, we come back after this. Daryl Carpenter joins us. Uh, We're going to talk to him about fishing in the Grand Isle area. See what's up right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, each week we get your report from our central southern part of the state down around the Grand Isle and also up a little bit north of there. And uh, we'll talk to Captain Darrell Carpenter to get that info. Darrell, how are you doing this morning? Well, Don, we're trying to stay warm this morning. I hear it's a little bit chilly outside. <laughs> you heard right. You heard right. It's down in the 30s for the low and going to climb up a little bit. Plenty of sunshine, though. I know when I was out fishing this week, once that sun got up, boy, it was so nice to feel that sun on us and kind of warm things up. How's fishing been? You got a nice tide range this weekend. Going to help anything? 
Well, it's, it, I suspect, uh, you know, I mean, between the, the cold fronts and the 20-mile-an-hour winds and all like what blew all night last night, it's kind of got us a little bit in, in that slow mode, you know. Uh, the, like the trips we had today had kids involved, so they, you know, they decided to, with a forecast of 15 to 20, they decided to pick a better day. Um, so we haven't had a whole lot of time on the water, but I suspect that little front we had last week is going to have set the reset button. Um, you know, all along, we've been fishing kind of what would be a spring pattern. Uh, a lot of fish still out in the bays, a lot of fish still over the oyster reefs and so forth. But I suspect that as low as that water got and as cool as it got, I'm thinking that we're going to try, we're going to truly be moving into that, that seesaw of the winter pattern. Um, I'm thinking that, you know, as low as that water got, number one, it had to pull those reds out of the marsh. The reds had to move into the bigger bodies of water. Uh, it, it probably had to send the trout a little bit deeper. And it's going to be one of those situations now where don't leave quite as early. Wait a little bit, you know, let the sun get up. And you're probably going to be fishing deeper canals and deeper cuts up until that sun does come up and warm it up like you were talking about. Because not only does it feel better for you, it feels better for the fish. They move up and start getting into the shallow water. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that it, this was a, probably a pattern change. Unfortunately, I haven't been on the water myself to tell you that that's what's going on, but I'm thinking this is it. I'm going to start looking in deeper canals as soon as I get in that boat. Darrell, what what areas would you try uh, for deep water, for deep canals? You know, there's a few of them that uh, it's amazing. Just a a difference of a few feet depth makes a big difference in the water temperature, and those fish will stack up in there. you got to fish them slow because they're a little lethargic when it gets like that. But what are some of the channel areas that you look for? Right. Well, I mean, you can start looking up in the Bay Lures area, the Bay Rambo area, uh, even start moving further north. You know, we, we've gotten to where we move, we run a whole lot further these days than what we're cut, than what we used to. I mean, we even head up some toward the Little Lake area. Uh, Little Lake has had a whole lot of speckled trout in it in the grass beds, uh, which is a which is a different way of fishing if you fish Grand Isle because it's it, you know there's there's absolutely no target to fish other than fishing grass beds. Uh, you just kind of drift those bays. Well, what, I used, there used to be one on the east side of the state. What was it? The Oak River Drift, Oak, Oak Bay. What, the, you know, you just you drift the bay looking for grass beds, and that's where you find your fish. But, you know, like I said, the Bay Lures, Bay Rambo area, those deeper canals and those deeper cuts feeding those bigger bays further up to the north, is it would be a good starting place. Of course, you might have to do a little riding around to find with the way the wind's blowing. You might have to find some cleaner water, which – unfortunately, is going to always be closer to the coast. Now, keep in mind, just like Cobia, we have a resident population of trout that stay on that coast all year long. So if that wind stays out of the north this time of the year, you can still catch fish on that beach, the Fouchon Barges, the Grand Isle Rocks, those places. It's just they're not always going to be there, but you hit it at the right time, those fish are there. Good stuff. Darrell, uh, sheephead has been a topic of discussion this morning, and I fished them down there with you. you got a great cleaning method. In fact, I think we're going to take that video, and probably I'll suggest to Chris to run that along with our sheephead feature when it comes up in a couple of weeks. But uh, what, what's the best time to come down there for sheephead? Because, boy, they really stack up on there. Yeah, well, it, it's starting now. I mean, now that it's cooled off, those sheepheads should start moving, you know, moving closer to the coast, ganging up, getting ready for their, their wintertime spawn. So it should. I would suspect that it got cold enough that it's going to start that now. 
and we typically fish it. In fact, we put up a bunch of shrimp earlier. I think we put up 30, 40 pounds of shrimp just for that earlier this year. But, look, a new way to try it, if, you, if you're not accustomed to it, is get you a jig head, like, you know, kind of a light wire jig head, smush that crimp down, fish that dead shrimp on that jig head because they're, they're not going to swallow the lead head. You can always grab it and jerk it out. It makes for a real easy unhooking method. Very good, and I uh, love your your style of cleaning them, too, and we'll try to incorporate that in there because you do a great job on those. Now, thanks for the report. Somebody wants to get you, they can get you on my website, realscreamers.com is another way. Give them the phone number. 225-937-6288. And you got enough Christmas gift certificates to go around, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. We actually have some way to print them. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Dow. <laughs> We'll see you next week, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, Daryl Carpenter. All right, we got uh, Ryan Lambert, Captain Eric Mahabarak, Mike Gallo still to come. Also, I got a party coming up next week, and you're all invited. I'll tell you about that right after the top of the hour break on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And welcome back in. Another another hour to go. More fishing reports, more information. Got that bad boy, the outdoor store, to tell you. A whole gang, five guys busted with the help of a trail camera, of all things, the camera caught them stealing trail cams, but a whole lot more serious uh, instances there. Probably one of the biggest fines we've had all year. By the way, good time to remind you, uh, the, the final show of each year, uh, we pick a, or you, the listeners, help me select the baddest of the bad. Uh, we get about four or five finalists, some really egregious cases, and we uh, rehash them, and you get to... Text in and cast your vote for the one that you think is the baddest of the bad, and they get that honor each year. It's a lot of fun and also makes us aware of some of the, the great work that our Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement agents do out there. Can't say enough about those guys and girls. Anyway, that'll be on the, the last show of the season. That'll be our, I guess, our Christmas show, December 26th. will be the last one for this year, so we'll do it then. All right, we get text messages in. I'm hearing from uh, Bayou Wild TV co-host, my uh, work wife, Martha Spencer. She's working those deer over in Texas. She's in the bow blind. Uh, She did have a shower brief enough to settle the dust, kind of dry out there. She's looking for a doe or a bigger buck than the one she got. She took down a really nice buck. If you haven't seen that, check out her Facebook page. Of course, I'm talking about Martha Spencer. All right, I have some more text messages in. This one, uh, all right, I'm going to read this one just the way it's written. Pluck them ducks. Mama Pichon always pot roast them good with red beans and rice. Uh, that's Big Mike uh, over on Bayou Liberty. And, yeah, I know the name Pichon from that area. And, uh, yeah, uh, pot roasted duck with red beans. You know, that reminds me of uh, Robbie Campo's grandpa, uh, Blackie Campo. He used to love those gray ducks with the red beans. He used to ask to bring them to him. And uh, whenever I had a few, I'd drop them off. All right, uh, here's one. Good morning, Don. I'm on my way to work. I'm a delivery driver. Yeah, you're busy this time of year for sure. Wife is home pregnant. Do any day. The baby comes. I'll be off for two weeks. Plan on getting some duck hunts in with his two nephews. That's from Patrick. Uh, Good luck to you, Patrick. And uh, here's one uh, concerning debreasting ducks. Uh, how can type and amount be controlled by cleaning ducks on water, such as cleaning fish, identifying, and count? Just wondering. I uh, think what you're trying to say there is uh, how can that provide identification to be checked? Uh, well, if they debreast them on the water, now you can you can clean a duck and you can transport the carcass 
but you have to leave a wing or the head attached. You cannot remove all of that. In other words, you can't just have duck breasts in Ziploc bags on the water. Uh, you got to have the corresponding carcass with the head or the wing attached for identification purposes. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing with identifying fish. You can't fillet them on the water. All right, so that's our text line. It's 504-260-1870. Uh, we were talking about Bayou Wild TV, new episodes, telling you some of the things we've uh, shot that you'll be seeing. Uh, we do have a, a change in the program schedule coming this week. Uh, uh, on Thursday, we normally air at 7 p.m. on Cox Sports TV. Uh, that will be an 8 o'clock airing on Thursday. And then on New Year's Eve, instead of our traditional Thursday 7 p.m., we'll be airing 30 minutes early at 6.30 p.m. But it runs an awful lot and an awful lot of systems. If you want to find the complete schedule, go to our webpage, buyuwildtv.com. And, of course, you can always watch it six, uh, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, on the YouTube channel. I also got a very interesting uh, email in this week from a fellow named Chris. Uh, he said he's seen on TV in other states where the deer tags are peel and stick. They're a strip form, and it can be easily affixed to a deer without a string or punching a hole in the tag. They have a vinyl surface, which makes them more durable. They're much better than the paper tags you have to print online. Now, you actually get a kind of a waterproof tag if you get them in person at a licensed sale outlet. But, yeah, if you... You get them online. You got to print out paper, and then you got to figure out a way of attaching them. Uh, I want to know if we can inquire the wildlife and fisheries people why we don't have something like that. I think it's a great idea, and I will bring that up to them and see if we can get a, a better tag, durable tag for tagging deer. All right. Uh, also, I got a, an email in from Carl. Somebody is going to get a surprise quail hunt for Christmas. What a great gift! I uh, was looking for some suggestions. I suggested he call Crane Creek. I love to go up there in Poplarville. He's going to be taking his son up there on a quail hunt. That is his surprise Christmas present. What a great gift that is. Of course, you can do the fishing, too. All right, also want to remind you about a party next Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at Martian Bayou Outfitters, and they wanted me to invite all the listeners to stop by. It's going to be from 9 uh, to 5 all day next Saturday. Door prizes, food drinks, fun deals. You can shop and probably find something there. It's their new location in Mandeville. I say new. It's been there for several months now, but they moved from uh, down in the French Quarter, New Orleans, to Florida Street, also known as uh, the main drag, Highway 190 in Mandeville, and easy to find. Marsh and Bayou. Yeah, the guys with the magazine. They also have a retail store. They sell kayaks and a lot of on you. In fact, they sell some Bayou Wild uh, clothing over there. You might want to stop and pick up some of that. Anyway, it's next Saturday, uh, or is it the 20th? Yeah, the, the December the 12th from 9 till 5. And I'm going to stop by there. Maybe I'll get to see you there. All right, coming back after this, we're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo, get his fishing report for you. For Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh, Lake Catherine, and all those areas he fishes right after this pause. On the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio. And the fishing report with Mike Gallo is brought to you by Seto. And boy, there you're talking about a Christmas gift. Give the gift of peace of mind. They'll bring you fuel when you need it, tow you in 24 7. Jumpstart electrical problems. It's like having a AAA contract on the water. $179 gets them started for a whole year, and it's renewable after that. You can call Captain Chris at 504-301-4545 or go to com. 
Captain Mike, I was in your neighborhood this week, and I was going to stop by, but uh, the boat wasn't there and the truck wasn't there, so I'm not sure where you were, but I was fishing with oh, your neighbor, Kenny Krieger, right up the street from you there. How's things been? Well, Don, it's been somewhat of a challenging week, starting out with lots of wind on Monday and then zero wind on Tuesday, but the wind came back on Wednesday and Thursday we had rain, so we've, we've had pretty much... Uh, all the different types of weather that we can. Monday was a struggle for me. Uh, I had a bad day. I don't think I caught 10 trout all day. We shifted gears and uh, ended up with some redfish. I did later put a pattern together later in the week. It seems that the trout that I caught were staging in anywhere from 6 to 10 feet of water, but they were very close to much deeper water. I was down by the by the uh, wall in the Mystigo. I was in the main channel, but I was concentrating on the, I guess that would be the eastern side of the channel, where there would be a flat in six to eight feet of water. But obviously the opposite side of the channel is close to 40 feet of water. And that's where I caught the majority of my fish. It wasn't a fast bite, but it was a fairly steady bite. We fished live shrimp on the bottom with a drop shot, and we'd catch a fish every 10 minutes. We might catch two. Then we may go 10 minutes more, catch one, maybe catch a small, a couple of small ones. But that was our pattern. And, you know, once you figure that out, you stop wasting time moving everywhere. Squat. Try not to miss your opportunities when you get them. And we ended up with a decent box. I don't see the conditions today being much different. So I would certainly think that pattern would still be uh, effective. And how about for redfish? Did you make any redfish trips or catch some as some a little land yap to the trout fishing? I ended up fishing for redfish yesterday, and we fished in some of the main bayous. I stayed in the Bayou Bievenu area. It was a little windy yesterday, and I just trolled against the current, and we fished shrimp under a cork about 14, 16 inches, and you could see the submerged grass along the shoreline, and we would throw right along the edge of that submerged grass. And we caught some really beautiful redfish, tournament-quality redfish. We had two of them over 8 pounds that were under 27 inches. Never can find those when I'm fishing a tournament, but they showed up yesterday for some reason. And, of course, there's bass along the grass. We didn't really concentrate on speckled trout. I did catch one trout it was a decent one about 15 inches but we did catch redfish yesterday and that was the pattern that worked for us yesterday you know we uh we got captain dudley on the phone when we were fishing there on that windy day uh, we we were hugging the north shore so we were okay we didn't have to go very far out in the lake and then ride back it got a little bumpy but as you would expect during this time of year with those conditions you know the gohagen's canal and some of those cuts off the wrigley's are fishable uh have you talked to anyone that's fished in there or did you do any fishing there i did a little fishing in some of those man-made canals on monday and that's where i scratched out four speckled trout it was tough going slow on the bottom um i even caught a sheephead with a plastic which is pretty rare i rarely i don't know if i've caught five of those in my 20 plus years they just don't seem to hit artificial lures that often but i did catch one uh, on monday i did hear of some trout being caught under a slip cork in some of that deeper water um 
I was talking to Kenny when he went by, and it may have been the day he fished with you as he was going by. I was getting my boat ready, and he was telling me he knew where the sheephead was and y'all were going to have a good trip. And you and I spoke about it the week before, so I don't think I need to go over their sheephead at the bridges in Lake Pontchartrain, the occasional redfish and flounder. I did see six shrimp boats yesterday in the mouth of Wrigley's Pass, dragging, pushing with that hard, outgoing tide. So if the shrimp are starting to leave the lake, pretty soon the trout will get on structures and they'll be much easier to find. So that could be a good sign. Very good. Captain Mike, I know you have some beautiful gift certificates. If somebody would like to give the gift of fishing with Captain Mike Gallo, tell them the easiest way to do that. Yeah, I've already printed up a couple of gift certificates for some lucky angler to get under the tree for Christmas. Very simple. You can find me at aaofla.com. You can find me on dontheoutdoorsguy.com. You could also call me on the reliable telephone, which is 985 985- 781-7811. I can print up a gift certificate with whatever name you like on it, get it mailed off to you where you have time to give it as a gift. Now, can you include lodging arrangements if somebody's bringing a gift a recipient from out of town in? Sure. We have on-site lodging. We can sleep 18. The new and expanded Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge. I love it. That's correct. Still expanding, still working on it when I get time. Uh, I imagine I'm trying to finish it up within the next year or so. Looking forward to finishing it for sure. It's looking good as long as those storms don't, you know, give us a little bit of a break. I agree with that. I had enough hurricanes for this year. Yes, we did. Thank you, Captain Mike. We'll see you next week, my friend. All right, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, Captain Mike Gallo, coming up next. Uh, if you like to paddle after you fish, uh, you know, kayak, canoe, uh, P-Rogue, uh, Tom Sawyer raft, <laughs> we got a guy, got some advice for you. His name is Captain Eric Mohabarak. He's back with us right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Nip. Now we need to find a peddler's song. We got a stroking paddler's song. Well, how about for the ones that pedal with their feet like Captain Eric? Well, this report is brought to you by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It's a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. Now, you're going to find them in Mid-City of New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. Got lots of Christmas gift ideas for the paddler on your list and some of the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You can check everything out on their website at MasseyOutfitters.com. Also find them on Facebook. And Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us. And, Eric, you got three or four spots you want to highlight today. Tell us what we're going to start off with. Oh, man. Well, I, I kind of want to start off with that sheephead you got, you had that little trip with. Man, that's a, a great ride, it looks like, for, for jigging and pilings. And uh, something that, that brought to memory is that we do this quite often. Uh, and you don't need a boat for this, the lakefront. Uh, get those long rides like that. We use surf rides just because I've never seen a ride like that that y'all had. Um, but go along the, the thing with some live shrimp along the seawall in a wagon and just stir that cork along the, that seawall. Y'all pile, you can pile up the sheephead like that this time of year coming up. And I know y'all had a good trip, but it's an easy trip, and I was just thinking, you know, anybody can do it. You know, a little bubbler, uh, uh, aerator, and a wagon, and a basket, throw the fish in, man. It's a simple trip for people to do. They don't need a boat. 
So that's something I wanted yeah, to right. put out there, you know. Uh, but other than that, man, the fish have been kind of turning on in Leeville up there. Um, it's every once in a while, somebody's picking up a limit, you know, of trout. Uh, they're catching the, the, the trout around the deeper holes, like in the bends and the bayous and stuff, where it cuts a little bit deeper. Seems as if they're kind of focusing on the flats once the water warms up a little bit, and you can fish with, with the wind, uh, you know. But uh, Ben's are doing real good. The best bait seems to be the voodoo shrimp under cork, and I like the gold one, uh, the more natural color one. Um, that's what seems to work best for me, but the glow will also work, and that's a good bait. Uh, a search bait also to to find the fish so you know you can pick up trout and redfish also uh, on that and occasional flounder but uh, it's easy to work you know you just work the bayous until you until you find them you'll catch up three you know catch three or four here maybe you'll get on 10 you know it just depends you may have to weed through some smaller trout but uh, they've been doing pretty good over there which uh, i'm sure the guys in the club will be happy because i know in january they got a big tournament coming up over there the, the minimalist challenge uh, also, uh, Irish Bayou's been producing some nice uh, green trout, you know, uh, bass. Um, pretty simple fishing. It's it's in ponds right off the lake there in between the bridges. Uh, catching a few speckled trout using the silver spoon, not the gold spoon. But uh, it seems as if the silver spoon's really do, being productive. Um, it's silver minnow, weedless. You're going to need that. Uh, they seem to be tuned in on that silver. Uh, you know, decent specs, uh, some 20 inches, no, nothing giant, but not a whole bunch of them, you know. Uh, so it's not too bad, and that's an easy place for people to launch and fish right there, you know. So, And then uh, down in Platinum's Parish, well, we've been doing pretty good. I had to do a little double launch last week. We got out there looking for some trout and like Judge Perez and, we didn't get on them, and I told the guy, I said, well, why don't we uh, head on over to where I've been catching the redfish? So we picked the boats up, went on down the road behind the high school, and ended up uh, getting almost two limits of redfish. You know, uh, he definitely caught his five. I think I ended up with three, you know, because I wanted him to catch the fish. So uh, it was a good day after all. But that uh, double launch, and I'll get to you <laughs> at my age. You know, it's getting a little rough up there. But uh, after this week, it should be really turned on. You know, the, the fish, like everybody's saying, they're going to be starting to tune into the deeper holes and stuff like that. The trout are starting to move in. Uh, also, I've been catching some really decent redfish, you know, a good size uh, over the slot, 29 to 32-inch range. Uh, you know, and it's great when somebody hooks up on that. They just scream and yell and pulls the boat around, you know. So it's a good time. That's appropriate time for that uh, Cajun sleigh ride, as they call it. You know, a 32-inch red in a kayak. You're going to get a ride for sure, and that's a lot of fun. Eric, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, an assignment here for the next time you come on in a couple weeks. Uh, I want you to right. accumulate a list of four or five stocking stuffers for paddlers that people have on their list. Yeah, no problem. I'll handle that up for you, Don. That's easy to do, and they got a bunch of stuff out there. Just if uh, I know they do, I know stay. they do. <laughs> just like hunting. Well, Eric, if people you want. if people want to get if people want to get a hold of you and, and book one of the trips to one of these places you're talking about, uh, they can find you on my website. We got you listed there as one of the field reporters. Uh, give them your site and also the telephone number. Yeah, it's uh, the Louisiana Kayak Company. That's on uh, Facebook and, and Instagram. And then the easiest way is my phone number, 504-313-8292. All right, buddy, good talking with you, and uh, we'll be looking forward to getting your Christmas stocking stuff a lift to the paddlers next time. 
All right, Don, I'll handle that up for you. Y'all have a great day, all right? All right, thank you. That's Captain Eric Muhammarak. Coming back after this, it's uh, it's bad boy time. I'm uh, going to tell you about the wildlife and fisheries asking for help and offering a huge reward uh, for those who uh, might have been involved in a black bear killing near Centerville. But we also have the story of how a trail cam turned tables on a couple of trail camera thieves, and they also had some serious violations to go with that. We'll tell you the story of the bad boys of the outdoors next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents uh, alerted about a dead black bear off Log Bayou Road back on November the 9th near Centerville. They responded and they found a 350-pound adult mare bear. The necropsy, which is a animal version of an autopsy, revealed the bear was shot by a rifle a few days before that. I got to tell you, the Humane Society of the United States and I do not agree on hardly anything, but I'm glad to see they're offering a reward of $5,000. The Acadiana Chapter of Safari Club is offering another 2500 and the Operation Game Thief is offering another 1000 That would be a total of $8,500 in reward money, and the person that gives that information that leads to the arrest can remain completely anonymous and collect it. Uh, this is, uh, they're still investigating another one that took place, and we told you about that one quite a while ago, St. Mary Parish. This happened back in May off of uh, Hunting Road south of Franklin. It was also shot, and it was found off of pretty much the same area, Log Bayou Road. There's $6,000 riding on the head of anyone that uh, can get arrested, and the person providing the information will collect that reward. Operation Game Thief, hotline 800-442-2511. It's on the back of your hunting or fishing license. They also have a tip 411 program if you have information and you might recall last week we told you it took three years of investigation but they finally brought three men to justice responsible for the killing of a louisiana black bear three years ago all right we have uh, five guys it's almost a gang and they were racked up for many charges with the help of all things one of the items they were stealing trail cameras back with the bad boys of the outdoors right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with don dubuque louisiana department of wildlife and fisheries agents received game camera photos of drew purvis of winfield and stephen young of atlanta georgia cutting locks to enter private property enrolled in deer management assistance program near winfield The agents also saw a photo of one of the men stealing one of the 12 game cameras stolen from that property. Agents also found 19-year-old Sierra Fredericks in possession of one of the game cameras and 23-year-old Jeremy Mercer in possession of three of the game cameras and cited them for possession of stolen property. A fifth man, 26-year-old Slade Anderson, was also cited for possession of two illegally harvested deer. And during that investigation, agents also discovered the photos did this bunch in. They found photographic evidence that Purvis and Young had harvested four antlered deer, four antlerless deer, and five hogs all on November 21st from the DMAP land. Six of the deer and five of the hogs were taken at night. They found Anderson in possession of the two deer that were taken during the day. While all five men are facing fines and possible jail time, the suspect with the most charges, including taking deer during illegal hours, over the daily limit, 
hunting from a moving vehicle, shooting from a public road, hunting on DMAP without permission, violating deer tagging, violating outlaw quadruped night hunting, simple criminal damage to property, theft, hunting without basic big game license, open container, driving under suspension, right down to failing to use a turn signal, and facing total possible fines and civil restitution, and I had to get the calculator out for this one, to be exact, and up to five years in jail, is Drew L. Purvis of Winfield, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Yeah, I'd say he's definitely one of the qualifying finalists for our baddest of the bad. We'll give you those uh, on our December 26th show, last show of the year. You, the audience, you select him, the baddest of the bad. All right, coming back after this, we'll catch up with Captain Ryan Lambert. Man, he has been expanding his harem down there. I'm going to talk to him, find out if he's out there in the blind this morning or behind a fishing rod or in Mexico. He told me he was going down there to uh, Nolejase soon. I don't think it was this week. Maybe it's next week, doing a split. Yeah, you got to have something to do when the duck season's closed. We'll be right back with Captain Ryan Lambert, the plastic man, after this. I think we're going to have to find a chic song for this guy. Man, the harem is growing by leaps and bounds. He brought three new members down there the other day. Captain Ryan, what is the deal going on down there? He's getting crowded at the, the old tent down there, huh? I like girls. I can't help it. <laughs> I, I noticed. I'll tell you what. Love it. I mean, they show I'll tell you what, those. I mean, they absolutely love it. Those, gir- <laughs> those girls got a heck of a hunt, too. They got a great hunt, didn't they? They had fun. Oh, look at this guy. Look above us. Look above us. That big old bike of pintails today. <laughs> It's pretty today, boy. Yeah, they got some nice pintails, a tag, uh, a, a banded bird. And, man, I'll tell you. Oh, Lord, yeah. They saw that band come in. It was, oh, I got him. I got him. You sure did, baby. He's a good shot. <laughs> well, you know, you know you're know, ruining all these young women. Normally on Black Friday, they're going to be shopping and all that. Now they're going to do nothing but want to go duck hunting, you know. That's all right. It's so much fun to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they enjoy it so much. You know, they're soaking it up and learning. Well, we got, we got, I got pintails flying everywhere. Oh, you know, what is your mail. best? What is your best explanation for why we're having such a great season? I mean, I talked to Kirk Stansel over in Hackberry. You know, just about everywhere they're doing good. They were doing great up at Catahoula, and we had the most dismal forecast you could ever imagine for wildlife and fisheries, and everybody seems to be covered up. I got a report this morning from Darren Digby. He's he's pretty much uh, – he got a quick limit in the Biloxi Marsh yesterday, a bunch of gray ducks and a green-winged teal. He's hunting Delacro today. They've been doing fairly good over there. What, what do you think is the, the – what has brought this about? There's no water up north. There's absolutely no water unless you pumped it in. So what happens, they got to come down in order to have water. We don't have food. You know, we got we got snails and that kind of stuff. But as far as they got they got to have water for the ducks to food. So all the ducks just came straight down. We even killed a greenhead yesterday. First one in three years. I don't know how they let that yeah. get through the cornfield. <laughs> Well, they didn't have enough water, I guess, but uh, 
Yeah, well, you know, you need to enjoy this season while we have it. Hopefully the second split will be just as good as the first, if not maybe better. But you guys have really been doing good. You know, something came up on the show today that, that made me think about you guys. Um, you know, somebody was talking about breast and ducks. They see a lot of wasted duck. Uh, and I know you've invested in in that wet duck plucker down there because you, you, you like to pluck the duck. What percentage of hunters do you think just take the breast out as opposed to those that go through the whole process to pluck them whole? 85. Say that again. You broke It's just sickness. 85, you know. 85%, yeah. Well, you know, it gave me the idea. I'm going to contact hunters for the hungry. I don't know if they would be able to take the, the carcasses with the backs and the thighs and the legs and the wings and necks and all that and maybe process it and do something, uh, maybe even make some duck sausage. It's really good. Or, or maybe they could, you know, cook it and serve it at the food kitchens. But you're exactly right. Uh, it's just it's disheartening to watch that, you know. It's just it's quick and it's easy, and they make poppers out of them. And most people don't want to take the time to cook a whole duck either. You know, it's it's a time consuming deal, but it's so good. You get a pot of green wing teal or blue wing teal and oh, wood ducks or something like that. I was out there by myself after everybody left yesterday. I'm plucking ducks. <laughs> they they breasted all them ducks. I, I was plucking them. I had pintails and green wings and. And uh, some guide walls, I plucked all them. So how, so how good has it been? Uh, you, I know you keep meticulous uh, stats and numbers on the birds compared to other years. How are you running right now? We killed over 1,500 the first split. I killed 2,600 the whole season last year. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> with, with seal season, <laughs> I've almost got my last year's total already. Yeah, well, it shows you how, how I've only not limited out on three hunts this year on low water. And still, I killed 12, 18. Here comes one guy. <laughs> the pants a little high. Somebody shot and in my pie on her. You know, duck season's been so good, but uh, how's fishing been? Give me a quick fishing report for Plaquemines. Fishing's good. They they went out yesterday. I think Cody had a limit, and after duck hunting, uh, the water was extremely low yesterday, and it was coming in. But uh, they're catching on the good days when it calms down. They're catching trout too. So, you know, they all use the live shrimp, which is not my cup of tea, but whatever it takes to make everybody happy, I guess that's good. I'm gonna. If it ever calms down during a split, I'm going to get my fly ride and go catch some big reds. So, when are you headed for Mexico? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I'm leaving on the 12th and coming back on the 16th. I'm going to go down and shoot for three or four days, get my eye back right. <laughs> and, yeah, um, right. You can't uh, get out of practice, huh? Yeah, you can't have a whole two weeks without shooting the duck. I mean, what kind of person would that be? Yeah. So everything's been good. You know, the, with this cold, with the coolness, the water's going to start really clearing up because the algae's going to fall out, and then you'll really be able to do some really nice sight fishing. There's a big pintail on this side, guys. <laughs> Boy, they got some pintails this morning. And, you know, yeah. when we cleaned them the other day, they were all full of duck potatoes still. So they're going down there, and they're eating those roots. 
you know, because that's what they eat anyhow. So right. when the water gets low, they get down there and dig those roots out, and that's what they eat. That and some snails wow. and some little bitty seeds. The teal had little bitty seeds in them. I, I, don't even, I couldn't even identify they were so little. Were they black? No, they were green. And kind of, kind of elongated like a like a red bean, except minuscule. So I don't know what that was. I know what uh, you were thinking, chickweed. But... Right. That must be some kind of a pod, a pea the pod, pea out of a pod or something. Nope. I'd say it's a steady flight of birds, but they, they, they're funky. They don't want to come in. we got three male pintails, some redheads, some teal. Killing birds, but they just don't want to work. Yeah, Maybe well, them gadwalls and widgeons will work better. Well, that's what I'm thinking. And I, I could see in, in recent memory, but I didn't see many yesterday in all that wind. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. A little bit later, those grays will be flying. You guys will be limited out pretty soon and be fishing before. Yeah, you but hope so. Everybody's shooting. I can hear them popping out there. So it's gonna be good. That's great. Very good. If and somebody wants to get a gift fishing. certificate. Tell them how to get a gift certificate to Cajun Fishing Adventures. Oh, yeah, if they want to do that for, for Christmas, just go to Cajun. Watch this one coming in front, guys. <laughs> they can go to CajunFishingAdventures.com, or they can call the office for that. But, uh, just you know, if you need something, just call me at 504-559-5111, and we'll make sure we get you hooked up. People have been telling me they're having a problem finding uh, shotgun shells. You guys stock pretty good down there? <laughs> you know I got plenty of shells. That ain't never happened. <laughs> That's one thing you will not run out of. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll Boy, see you next time. All right, brother. We'll see you. Take, take care of that harem. I know it's growing. All right, we come back after this. Uh, I'm going to wrap things up. Got a few text messages, some other stuff posted in here. I'll share with you right after we pause. And come back after this three-minute timeout. You listen to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we're getting close to wrapping up. Uh, thank you, Al, for that photo um, for Evan, who got his first deer, young man, and uh, it was his second hunt. The well, first time he shot at a deer and he nailed it. Y'all going to bloody him up through the ritual? I don't see any blood on him yet, but it may happen. All right, getting back to our text board, uh, with regard to the deer tags, we had uh, someone uh, called in or uh, emailed in and said, you know, we need to do something better than those paper tags you print out. Here's one that says, how simple do you want it? My deer tags are made of Tyvek, T-Y-V-E-K. It's water chemical and stain resistant. Seems to me like there's not a better material for a deer tag. Well, what is Tyvek? I'm new to that. Just uh, text me back and let me know where it is and how do you get your deer tag put on Tyvek. And here's one uh, from Steve. He's from Kansas City. He's headed to Iowa to hunt pheasants today. Oh, I hate you. May all hunters and fishermen have a great, safe day. Enjoy your show. Actually, I had my pheasant hunt up in South Dakota, Cajun Invasion. It was a great one. And I got a pheasant hunt coming up Christmas week, actually in Kansas. I'll be traveling up there. All right, here's another listener with an idea for tagging deer. Use a luggage tag tag with a clear plastic cover. Put your Louisiana tag inside to protect it from water, etc. You can affix the tag with a wire tie plastic. That's from Chris. Uh, good idea, Chris, uh, if somebody wants to go through that trouble. Uh, I find the ones that you get over the counter are, are sufficient. They got little uh, holes you punch out, and you use those little bread twister, bread uh, bag twisters on it, and just put it on the horn if you got a horn. If not, well, find a place. You can tape it on as long as you got it on the deer. 
And here's a little-known fact. There's a town 12 miles south of Winfield, the home of our bad boy, the outdoors, called Atlanta. There's an Atlanta, Louisiana, or is that a different Winfield? Anyway, they think the Class C school had a state champion basketball team. Well, maybe they did. Thank you for that little bit of trivia. All right, uh, don't forget, uh, next week, uh, of course, we'll be doing this show again, 5 to 7, as we do every Saturday morning. Then we're going to head for a Christmas party. There's going to be one at Martian Bayou Outfitters. In fact, next week I'll probably get uh, Chris Tiblier, or one of the Tiblier boys, to, to get on the phone with us and kind of tell us what to expect there because they're going to have door prizes, food, uh, lots of discount sales for you Christmas shoppers. It's Martian Bayou Outfitters, Mandeville location. Uh, it's right there on Florida Street from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. All right, thank you to all of you who uh, joined in and commented on our Facebook page, uh, those of you who got in on our text board. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us again each and every week. We do this for two hours every Saturday morning. It's a little quick journey to the outdoors, try to give you as much information and entertainment as you can stand. And we'll be back again to do it next week. Tune us in, 5 a.m., right here on your local station. It's the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.